Coming up on TMS, Chris Rock tells a joke, but Will Smith delivers the punchline. Animated boobs and weens should win. I keep my Vibe Award next to my bed. The hills have eyes of Tammy Faye. Open hand paper beats rock. Not a pinball thing, the pinball thing. I would be honored to get a Genie and Cleo Award. Brenna Brenna. Do 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 do. Take out the Weird Al chunk. Jared Spakahoochie. Beware the last vestiges of March. North of J.K. Simmons. Famous Amos. The goofs are happening in a more recent way. Identical sexy boys with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Okay, one thing, Christopher, I'd like you to not drop down so fast on the descent because it's making your head bounce. Today's winners will receive a beautiful Joy Junction watch with the letters PGF. This is the morning stream. Is it over yet? Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for Monday, March 28th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. You're back from from the great state of Texas, the Lone Star State. That's right. I missed you all Friday. Hope you missed me. Yeah, we did. (laughs) What did you? uh, So you went down there for a pinball thing, and uh, give us the the, not just a pinball. I mean, we're talking the biggest uh, pinball event in. I think they were calling it biggest pinball event in the world. So, Texas Pinball Festival is this annual event that they hold in uh, Dallas, actually in Frisco, which is just north of Dallas. Really nice area, by the way. Nice suburb of Dallas. And it's, um, they take the Frisco Convention Center and they completely fill it with 90% pinball machines, 10% video games. Oh, I was going to ask how it was with the gaming side, and it sounds like there is some. I wasn't sure they'd have any. There's some video games. They had, uh, there weren't any Tempests. Uh, They did have two Jousts, one of which had a really effed up screen. Like it was, there were like the letters on the track on, on attract mode were all garbled and flickering and stuff like that. But I did play the, um, the other joust and I, you know, I took a picture I got in the high score. Listen, oh. I got in the high score of a machine that was sitting on the floor of the Texas pinball festival, constantly being played by people. Wow. So I got to feel pretty good. I'm Although impressed Stephen with Rankin, that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Do you remember what your score yeah. was? I can pull it up. Oh, yeah. You, you got the picture of the score. Wasn't, score. Uh, I took a picture. It's on my phone. Uh, it was. Let's see here. I'm excited to hear this. Uh, it was only 57,600, but I was on the daily buzzards list. That's actually not bad. That's really good. That's yeah, a high this score. This machine, uh, Steve, Stephen Radke, who owns, who also owns a full-size joust machine, Chili Dog, he's a, a regular Nerdtacular attendee, TMS Vegas attendee. He'll sure. be there in... Yeah. Uh, uh, in Vegas next month. Nice. Uh, he said that uh, he can, like, he knows what the dip switch settings are to, like, rank up the difficulty. You open up the machine, rank up the difficulty, and it, like, increases the frequency of buzzards or their ability to, like, go above or the pterodactyl comes out sooner or whatever. Ugh. He says, yeah, it was definitely uh, uh, cranked up to a higher uh, a higher difficulty than the default. Oh, and you still did 57K. That's really good. I still did 57K. So. That's awesome. Uh, the dip switch is in there. I wonder if there's one to turn off the pterodactyl forever and forget it exists because I freaking hate it. <laughs> hate that thing. You don't want to do that because there's a uh, there's a mode where you can um, – you basically 
like level 11 uh, or whatever, uh, yeah, level 11, you uh, work it out so that one of the gray dudes, the gray buzzards, gets pulled down into the lava by the hand. Yeah. As a pterodactyl is coming out. And as long as you do that, you'll just get nothing but a steady stream of pterodactyls that will all go to the level where you just bop, where they run into your lance with their nose and mm. go Ooh, and die. Wow. Okay. And so you can just basically rack up unlimited points by sitting there and just positioning yourself back and forth to, to get the left side pterodactyls and the right side pterodactyls and... Oh man, I, I that you just named a thing I'd never heard of about that game, I'd, and it's my favorite arcade not game. Either. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's uh, like I didn't know that was a thing. It was like it's like you know, finding out about the Tempest. Uh, uh, you know, get to the certain level, end your score with two digits, and you can get forty credits immediately. Wow! All right, I, that sounds it's, great. Uh, and they had uh, the bane so, of uh, every uh, <laughs> every arcade in Arvada. Did they have all uh, your favorite ever. pinball titles there as well? They did, yeah. So, um, so big shout out to the folks who uh, were out there, TMS fans, uh, Rusty and Shelley, who were the ones who brought Team and I out there for this thing. They they are just the nicest people ever. Um, they're also going to be in Vegas, so you'll get a chance to meet them. But they are they are uh, pinball experts, nerd. Like they know this stuff inside and out. But then they're also like partiers and they have a lot of fun uh bobby ann and, and barry were there we had uh, cigars i did a little twitter of me uh puffing out some smoke out of a cigar nice steven radke was there jay and angie um so some some really good machines there's a brand new weird al yankovic it's a modular machine which means you buy this you buy the game the whole pinball machine but then it's also modular. You can take out the Weird Al Yankovic chunk in the back and replace it with a different chunk to make a different game. And the ramps in the front of the machine stay the same. And there's a video underneath it that has like um, that tells you what your objectives are. And oh, things like that. okay, interesting. So hmm. uh, it's still like a four or five thousand dollar game. But then, but it's this is like their first dip into franchise with this thing so this is where, where it might actually take off so if you know you want to get a machine you don't have a lot of space you could do one of these and then when you're tired of playing rail Yankovic, you take that module out set it aside put this other module in for a little while play that and and um, wow that's cool there was a line that was the only game that was brand new to this festival everything else had been out for maybe three months six months or whatever but um, a lot of it was new to me. They have a, a Mandalorian game that is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. Um, they have a brand new one that's based on uh, Halloween, the the movie, the uh, the Michael Myers uh, movies. Mm. And here's what's cool about that. So you've got all of your your you know your gates and your ball launchers and stuff like that all over the playing field. Right. You'll you'll fire the ball into like a, a drop. Where it goes in a hole and disappears, and you're thinking, all right, well, I'll wait a few seconds, and then it shoots it back. So you're kind of watching that hole to see where it comes out, and boom, the ball comes out of another place that you're not even expecting. And it, you have jump scares because of that, like, as if you were watching oh, the heart of the Oh, that's a great idea. What a cool it's idea. It's a really clever way to do it. And then they have all these hedges on the side, yeah. and Mike Myers comes out with a machete and then disappears back in. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's a really good game yeah yeah it sounds a lot cool. a lot of different challenges and stuff per perfect uh, timing for that too did it let me ask you this one question about weird al's machine yeah. did it control yeah. did the control feel like a great big um what's that called he plays what's that thing? oh an accordion yeah 
Was it like no, an accordion at all? No, it seems like that would have been a great, a great way to do it. Yeah. No, it's, since the thing's modular, you got to kind of make the buttons pretty generic to, oh, to be able true. to control different games. But yeah. no, but that thing, that back, that little back section, which is only about a third of the playing field, had like a UHF uh, camera in there. Yeah. It had a Jurassic Park uh, uh or um, which uh, what was it? Uh, Geriatric Park. What was his thing? No, he did Jurassic Park because it was it was just a play on the MacArthur Park song oh, with, the, oh, with the Jurassic right, Park. Right. Um, there's so many there's so many references to Weird Al songs in that thing. It is insane. There's so much stuff. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. I, that sounds awesome. I, I'm uh, yeah. I'm not a giant pinball guy, but I know enough mm-hmm. about some of them that I really get into them. I like pinball video game hybrids a yeah. lot, and I feel yeah. like. Those are underrepresented, but they probably are like looked down upon a little bit by the purists of the pinball folks. They definitely look down on the like the arcade one up, like the machine I have, the Marvel uh, yeah. arcade one up machine I have. Although, yeah. oh man, this one got me. Like being there this weekend and finding out that there is a very easy flash mod. This is a good thing to talk with Steven about because he has one of these as well. Yeah. A very easy flash mod that will allow you to load every arcade one-up game on there and even another uh a couple mods where you can have every like zen pinball the, the zen games that that are you know made for oh, right. ipads and tablets and stuff right and um i put it you know hundreds of games on there so i've got a uh you know i've been playing the marvel one playing it to pieces but now i'm excited to say all right let's throw star wars and mars attacks on there and all these other ones yeah and, no that's cool yeah i like the, so, I, I personally like those but i'm always afraid to say that in front of like pinball yeah. people because i think those are oh yeah yeah know? no they're definitely looked those those full-on video machines are definitely looked down upon among the among members of the pinball community yeah you gotta um, have the mechanics that's the whole point big mechanical you gotta have and, yes, and you gotta know like Oh yeah, you know. Well, I I took the uh, auto auto sensors out of those bumpers because you know they were only at uh, four amp, and I wanted them to be a six amp to really shoot the ball across. To blah blah blah. Yeah. So you know, there's this is this is definitely a show that is a little bit made for people who love pinball who just want to go and play a bunch of games, but more made for people who. Um, own a lot of games, bring them to these shows to either sell them or show them off. There were a lot of of completely custom pinball machines. There was an Elf pin uh, custom pin like a one of a kind. There was a um, oh Elf movie, Elf movie. Got it. There was a Star Trek. This is the this is the coolest one. So there was the original Star Trek pinball machine, sixties. Um, yeah, old, the old old, uh, old Kirk looking business. one with the yeah m- way old school looking that that machine way old school and it's you know one big flat playing field no ramps no fun stuff like that. This guy took one of those. He owns he owned multiples of the Star Trek machine. He took one of those. He he flipped all of the stuff on the table, which I don't know how you do with some of this stuff because it's like well here's the set of targets you can't just like flip them upside down. But he made a mirror universe version of the Star Trek pinball what? machine, changed the back glass to have like Spock with a beard <laughs> and the That's different, amazing. you know, the different outfits so and stuff. Cool. That's right. He replaced the the score lights with um, the Nixie tubes, yeah. <clears throat> numbers in Nixie tubes, so it looked all steampunky. It, incredible, incredible uh, uh, That's work. That's great. I wonder it. if that guy, yeah. did he 
I wonder if he documented any of that and put it up somewhere. Oh, I bet he did. You know what? Uh, there's there's got to be a thing online where he talks about the Yeah. We live in that era, right? That. Everyone yeah. makes YouTube stuff these days. I would hope so. Yeah. That would be that'd be really cool oh, to watch. Chapman Chipper found it that oh, did he? quickly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. He's not he look, he has the rank the... of captain for a reason. He finds stuff that's real right. fast. That's right. He is Captain Chipper. Yeah, so there there that's the machine right there. It is what? it is seriously one of a kind. There's that's the only one in existence and it was on the floor there. Fully but, functional, uh, plays f- plays fine, no no plays janky. Just fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 so good. So anyway, and this is a place where dealers like say, "Oh, well I'm trying to sell this Wizard of Oz machine." Um somebody can come and buy it and it, it you know, we played it. Tina and I played this Wizard of Oz machine. I had one of the best pinball games of my life, and there were people behind me waiting to play it. Then I'm like, oh, they're going to be so pissed off because I took such a long time on this machine that I was walking away. This lady goes, dude, that was a nice game. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah. Yeah, the but, locals, uh, man. If you look at the price tag on it, it's a $15,000 <laughs> Wizard of Oz pinball machine, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Now I'm thinking... You know, you've got some money to burn. You want one of these games. You come to this pinball festival. You're like, all right, they've got a Wizard of Oz. I'm totally buying. You buy it. Do you leave it on the floor for more people to play after you buy it? Or do you, like, as quickly as you can, get that thing off the floor so that somebody doesn't (laughs) drop a Starbucks latte down the... (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) actually was the next question I was going to ask. Do they allow people with, like, food, drink, that sort of thing? They had had drinking in there. Like, they had, uh, yeah. A lot of people had cup holders and stuff on the sides of their machines, which is the smart way to do it. Um, oh, that scares me though. If you had like a, a twenty thousand yeah. dollar machine in there, you'd just be like yeah. paranoid the whole time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm still looking at this Star Trek machine. It's so I know awesome. it's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'd play the hell out of that. So uh, anyway, you, it was yeah. a great time, and uh, I'm definitely going again next year, Scott. If I have to go there to Salt Lake City, bound bind and gag you and put you on an airplane you're coming with me all right um, cool i have always wanted to fly in bound in a bag so. <laughs> good. well i have just the, i have a duffel bag ready for you yeah if you uh, can make that right. happen i'd be good um all right now we're going to talk about this oh. all right <laughs> i wish that was the sound <laughs> i do too sadly that is not the sound that's something yeah, i got from yeah. an old film sack however uh we're not going to talk too much okay listen if you're not a patron of the show we just did like 20 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes of yeah. talk about the slap heard around the world yeah, yeah the slap heard around the world brian and i uh you know we we, we have a couple things to say but honestly we're not going to add too much to this ridiculous conversation that's happening across all forms of media today um yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, the basics is that Chris Rock told a joke. It was about Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, about her hair loss, although maybe he may or may not have known. There's some question about that. Anyway, yeah, it was a right. very punchy down joke, no matter what, however yeah. you say it. Uh, Will Smith then did also a bad thing, which was walk up there and slap him really hard in the face. At first, people thought it was yeah. part of a joke or something. Turned out later, no, it wasn't. And then Will Smith won the Best Actor Award later, which is just about the weirdest I mean, this easily <laughs> turn of events. Yeah. yeah, does it? Does this just for you? At least in my mind, this easily just wipes away the oops, we opened the wrong envelope year. Like, yeah, I was trying to think of anything, like you know, uh, uh, Marlon Brando not showing up to accept his award, or uh, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway saying uh, 
La La Land when they meant Spotlight. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, but it does seem like these are more... Re- the, the goofs are happening in a more recent way, doesn't it, to me? Like, it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, there were streakers in the old days. I mean, it feels like the, the, the problems they had before were a little more quaint than announcing the wrong Best Picture winner and yeah, actual yeah. violence on stage. <laughs> yeah, these things feel like a farce. Oh, did I, say, thing. did I say spotlight? I did mean moonlight. Yes. Oh yeah, he meant moonlight. I knew what you meant, and, and I even heard yeah. it, but I, heard, I knew what you meant. Um, so yeah, even Adele Dazim, right? Oh, it's cute, Adele Dazim. Oh, Adele Dazim, I'd take that any day over somebody punching somebody. So yeah. So uh, <laughs> right after, right after that slap, by the way, it's one of the first things they had after that was uh, Will or uh, Will Smith was John Travolta and uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Uma Thurman going on stage for the anniversary of, to celebrate the anniversary of Pulp Fiction, yeah. and they played the uh, you know the uh, was it Miserlou they played? I can't remember what the song they played, but Travolta and Thurman are sitting there dancing while. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is putting this the briefcase, Marcellus Wallace's briefcase up on a stand. <laughs> and uh, and I look over. So we had to go to our friend's houses. Or not had to. We went over to our friend's houses. You willingly did that. You willingly went to your friend's Willingly did that. Although we were both exhausted. I had like a scratchy, or Tina had a scratchy throat. I was a little congested. We were both worried that like, oh, well, we were in Texas. Mm-hmm. Nobody wears a mask in Texas. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, but I leaned over to Tina and I said, how much do you think we can get uh, pay Will Smith to go up there and slap John Travolta to get him to stop <laughs> dancing? Because <laughs> that uh, was just, that was horrible to watch. Yeah, that's hard to watch. I didn't, so, so for the record, I actually saw none of the live broadcast, partly because I just, I don't have a service that does it for me and I'm not yeah. watching, I don't have regular live TV. That was part of it. But part of it is, sure, you know, how sure. I feel about these award shows. It kind of, of annoy course. me. Yes. But when that happened, I was like, oh, we're having a moment here. I wish I could yeah. see this, but don't worry. The internet delivered. I immediately got to see it. Oh, you, yeah, you have no, you can see the entire thing, the entire uh, Oscars ceremony via YouTube and different clips and stuff. Like watching Tony Kotzer's acceptance uh, for uh, Best Supporting Actor for Coda is a moment you don't want to miss. I did see that. That um, was awesome. That was really Jessica cool. Chastain's acceptance for uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye yep. is worth seeing. Don't you think they all? Don't you think that whole room deserves an Oscar for pretending so well that nothing had just happened? Because <laughs> yes. my yeah, gosh, the Amy elephant- Schumer, who Amy Schumer came out and said, "I'm sorry, I was just getting out of my Spider-Man costume. Did I miss anything?" <laughs> it's like it's like the moment when uh, Pee Wee Herman got up on stage at the MTV uh, Music Awards and said, "Hey, anybody here any good jokes lately?" No, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that because he was that whole porno thing that he was the involved whole porno in. thing. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, give them all awards. The collective acting all combined, and they all ignored the giant elephant that sat in the room with them for the rest of the night. But yeah, uh, so here uh, I thought it briefly, like we do every year. We'll just go over a little recap of some of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Here's your big stuff. Uh, You got your best supporting actress, uh, uh, Ariana DeBois. Am I saying her name right? Ariana Ariana DeBois. DeBois for uh, West Side Story. From uh, now that's interesting because that's twice. (laughs) (laughs) That's twice that a movie called West Side Story. And the person playing that role got right. the Oscar for Best Supporting yeah. Actress, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It was originally, um, what's her name? Uh, Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Why, yeah, who was there? And, uh, and you know, I didn't think about this, but when they first showed Rita Moreno, I said, oh, it's good to see Phyllis Diller still with us. Because oh. she had this, like, big feather wig going. <laughs> <laughs> like the old Phyllis Diller, like a wig made completely out of feathers. And uh, Wow. 
That's yeah. a good. That's a good call. It's a good deep cut. Um, <laughs> it's a good deep cut. Uh, then we have uh, all of Dune won everything else. Sort of. Uh, they won everything that was technical. Dune, Dune did the. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna invoke the for a change. I'm gonna invoke the the Mad Max Fury Road. But Dune did what Mad Max Fury Road did mm-hmm. the year that it was nominated for Best Picture is win all of the technical or most of the technical Oscars. Yeah, which is it. I mean, numbers wise, it cleaned up. Uh, right. Maybe not. You know, prestige wise, those are always. You know, those are your best picture, your best director, your best whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's almost a mere sound, cinematography, production design, editing, music, phys- visual effects. Like it, it, it nailed the te- the the technicals. Yeah, for sure. And it did. You're right about it mirroring Mad Max because Mad Max was basically the same deal, including best picture, best director, all of that nominations. Yeah. But won everything else technical. It's almost the exact right. same thing. It's almost the same. Except those movies what, are not yeah. the same, and they're mo- and they're both amazing, and people should watch them. <laughs> I just want to make that right, clear. Yes. I am not saying those movies are the same, everybody. Of not course, of course, yes. Uh, let's I see was, what else. We I was got. a little bummed about. I mean, Belfast won for best original screenplay. I'm glad it did because Belfast is excellent. But yeah. I am kind of bummed that Licorice Pizza didn't win that one because if there was any category that that it had a chance in, um. It should have won the uh, the the best original screenplay because it was so good. I, uh, man, I still need to see that. That one's not streaming yet, is it? Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza is purchase like rentable, I think. But gotcha. uh, all right. But um, I maybe yeah. throw five bucks at that this weekend or something. I don't know. You should, and you should see Belfast because it's it's <clears throat> fantastic. I mean, it deserved it. It also deserved to win and deserved to win what it did. I think that was didn't it have two categories it won in or just one i guess it just won best original screenplay now i've not seen we normally don't focus much on makeup and hairstyling but i've not seen this yeah. eyes of tammy Faye thing <laughs> uh but i assume they did really good work they must have but aren't they just replicating bad makeup because that's what she that's, that's she's famous for. that's such makeup. a tiny aspect of that and I, and eyes of tammy Faye might end up being my recommendal this week if i don't get through this other mm. thing that i'm watching quickly enough but um yeah there's the aspect of like all right tammy Faye and her whacked out bizarro world makeup thing and they they replicated that perfectly but they also did an incredible job making jessica chastain look age appropriate for the different eras of tammy faye baker or tammy faye though whatever she was before baker yeah um not to mention uh andrew garfield i guess i guess he was finally it's good to see that he actually got to be in a movie uh in 2021 (laughs) but uh andrew garfield making him look like jim baker and they did an incredible job of that too and making vincent d'onofrio into uh um into uh falwell and uh god it was it, that one did deserve uh, um, best makeup because of all of that incredible aging and and making people not look like they're just wearing like old person makeup or young person makeup. Yeah, Never. there you go. All right, well yeah. that's good. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Live action short went to the long goodbye. Animated short went to the windshield wiper. I think you had two different picks there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I had two different picks. I thought uh, um, I, I had one for uh, <coughs> live action documentary short. Me and Randy went head to head in the last. Film oh, right. About that. Who wins that? I right? said I said Audible should have won the documentary short subject. I still stand behind it, although Queen of Basketball is excellent and also deserved to win. So Randy did win that one. 
Oh, that's the one he picked then? I, I that's remember. the one he picked. Right. He also he picked Robin Robin to win the animated short, and I um, I said one of these that has animated boobs and ween should win, and one of the ones with animated boobs and ween won. <laughs> but it wasn't... I was thinking Affairs of the Heart would be the one with animated boobs and ween uh, uh, would win, but... Uh, the boobs and ween winner of the year. Yeah. But uh, uh, both of those, like... The, you know, go seek those out, people. Those are on YouTube and and Netflix and uh, Vimeo and stuff like that. But uh, Affairs of the Art and The Windshield Wiper are both really, really good. Yeah, I got to see both of those. Um, yeah. I want to see all of them. So, like George Plimpton, you're a fan of George Plimpton. Love, love his work. Yes. Yeah, that's that's that second one is going to make you like uh, um, Affairs of the Art is going to make you think about. Uh, um, George Plimpton and his style, but that other one, I put links to both of those in our um, uh, film sack thing. Windshield wiper. There are parts of it I can't tell how they animate it because it looks like it's part three D, but then that part kind of looks like it's two um, D and stuff like that. That sounds it's, awesome. Sounds yeah, like my so jam. Encanto won the uh, best animated feature. You got uh, visual effects for Dune again. Best supporting actor uh, is it Tony Kutsur? Kutsur. So you say it? That's where, yeah. Yeah. First uh, male uh, deaf uh, actor to win. First male deaf actor to win. Uh, first, best. Is he the first deaf? I thought it was first deaf actor, period. No? No. Marley Matlin, who was also in Coda, <gasps> won for um, right. Children of a Lesser God. Right. That is a really good point. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. He that, that whole moment was great. Um, it's a little bummer. A little bummer that that was overshadowed a little bit by the big slap, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drive My Car won Best International Film. You ended up liking that, right? I did like that. It's a long yeah. movie, and afterwards you feel like you've watched um, Uncle Vanya and Drive My Car because it's three hours, and you don't even get credits until 40 minutes in. Opening credits. That's mm, a long time. It's a long time. Uh, let's see. Best Original Song went to No Time to Die from No Time to Die. Oh, it was good. Yeah. And uh, Phineas and Billie Eilish uh, performed it live on stage and brought down the house. It was a great great performance good for them go, yeah. go from making weird music in your bedroom to mega superstar <laughs> i know right and you have to keep reminding yourself like she's she's what 19 or 20 now or something yeah. she's you know she's just a kid really. she's she's just got so much ahead of her oh yeah she's got a whole life yeah. of this so don't f it up no pressure exactly stay stay cool stay grounded yeah eilish jane uh, campion given the award by the one the only kevin costner uh just yes, like to oh, that. his old doddering speech beforehand. It was pretty doddering, but I love him and I don't care. Yes, I great. know you do. And he was talking about Westerns and seeing his first adult movie. <laughs> I love the fact that he said it that way. It's like, oh, wow. All right. What, what, uh, where are we going with this? Yeah. Costner? I just, I just wanted to hear him talk about the Mariner water world a little. And he didn't do it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. went that went to Jane Campion for power of the dog, nah. uh, which everyone thought was going to sweep everything and didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I thought it uh, until the the recent Coda um, resurgence with um, the Writers Guild Award and the Producers Guild Awards both going to Coda. I thought Power of the Dog was the was the lock, and then once once Coda started getting those, it's like all right, I'm switching my to Coda. So just to finish things that we pretty much mentioned everything yeah. else, just to finish yeah. that up. Um, there's another. There was another race here that nobody talks about very much, and, and we're going to hear all about it next time Apple has a keynote. Um, oh yes, right. Apple Apple put money behind and produced a movie that got an Oscar before Netflix hit, did, and Netflix they are the to do it first streaming service to get a best picture, yep. uh, best picture award. 
And they've been trying, Netflix has been trying for years for that. The Irishman, yeah. the freaking yeah. a million of them. They were just like trying to get him in there and they came close. Lots of nominations. This one just won. This is one that they found at Sundance and picked up and then said, here you go. So Utah Connection there. And uh, yep. bam, there's your movie. And I want to see it more now than ever. I just keep hearing wonderful things. I still haven't seen it, but I want to watch it. Yeah, that's really, really good. I think good. you're the one that um, first uh, recommended it. I did the, the first show. recommendal on it, and then Randy did a a infamental to emphasize uh, his recommendal of Ooh, it. Ooh, I like infamental. We got to write infamental. that down. That's yes. not bad. Yeah, I just put links to Windshield Wiper and Affairs of the Art into uh, chat for folks to go check out. All right, very nice. Okay, real quick, I need to register one very fast complaint. Mixers, 12-year-old mixers should never die. Mixers should not die ever. They shouldn't break. I saw that headline. It was like like, uh, uh, get-togethers with people talking and chatting with just 12-year-olds. Is that? (sighs) I wish. I wish it was that. I wish it was a kitchen (laughs) mixer, a cake mixer. I wish it was anything but my sound mixer. But my sound mixer after 12 years... Uh, but the <laughs> still thought it was your cake mixer, <laughs> no. your like KitchenAid or something. Nope. In fact, if you notice today, people watching live and, and Brian, I'm not wearing headphones. There's a reason. Um, oh, the yeah. new mixer, which I overnighted, uh, doesn't quite do route route my audio the way I need it to to self monitor. Yeah. So I have some stuff coming today that should remedy that. But for today, I can't yeah. do it this way. So I'm having you yeah. over some speakers. It probably sounds fine, but. Sounds um, totally fine. I I wouldn't have noticed and then <clears throat> did not notice you weren't wearing headphones. That actually. <laughs> kind of preferable oh, i mean right? it is like, it is and i may i may i don't know who knows i may stick with it but i'm yeah i was just annoyed because this happened right before twbd mm-hmm. uh turns out some capacitors were leaking and uh i think it's because i never turned it off you know yeah. it's just on yeah. all the time so when that power's yeah. on all the time you're you're basically stressing those the entire 12 well, years shoot my mackie my mackie is on all the time now you make me worry i know i see in this new one i got i got a new behringer and it yeah. doesn't have a power switch. You have to unplug it. So oh, now well, I'm worried. Yeah. I might I might put one of those like uh, Internet of Things outlets on it so I can just tell there the, you tell yeah. the A word to turn it off. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's been annoying. There's my complaint. All right. <laughs> Let us call Brian. Yes. Anyway. Let's have some fun. Let's get. Oh, geez. What have I done? This is wrong. Hold on. Hold on. I started the I started the film sack call like a dumbass. Hold on. And you know why? Because I was in there and I saw your name and I'm like, because I was looking oh, at your sure. um, your post. Yes. You were saying, the and then I so I went yeah. in there and your name's there. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm in the right place. This is all fine. Yeah, that's fine. All right, Randy. And Randy's don't sitting that there in Hawaii, going, uh, <laughs> "Why am I getting a call from film sack? I'm on vacation. This it's two o'clock cool in the all. morning here in Hawaii." <laughs> Look who it is. It's our old pal, Brian Dunaway, joining us all the way from South Carolina for another Babel Royale. How's it going, Brian? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Good, man. We're good. How are you? Doing fan-freaking-tastic. Wow, that's oh, we good. We took so long to, to get to you. I had to oh, blab about. Is every year after yeah. the awards, Oscars is yeah. always later and later. I don't even know why you have me on the Monday after. Whatever. Whatever. What? Hey, well, our just, lives wouldn't be it good. It doesn't feel like a Monday if we don't talk to you, Brian. I agree. It doesn't. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, it's good to have you Thank here, God. though. I hope you're well. Um, uh, big thanks to uh, Dunaway, actually, last night or yesterday afternoon. I bugged him on Discord. I'm like, hey, you around? Yeah. Get on there and help me test this thing. 
So oh, hey, nice. he and I spent an hour, an hour testing my damn mixer, and that was really nice of him. So thank you. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. We always do it. We've yeah. been doing our troubleshooting for uh, 15 years or more 15 now, or 16 so. years, yep. 2005, sure trying this... to work out Skype stuff. Remember that? I yeah. remember that. Yeah, this won't be our last uh, tech nope. rodeo, nope. I'm sure. We exi- We live in that rodeo. All right. Uh, it's good to have you back. Of course, today, uh, Brian's going to present another game for us. Hey, Brian, yeah. what are we doing and how are we playing? Welcome to the Morning Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you guys the answers. I'm giving you to a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. Depending on how confident you two feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. If you guess one and you get it right, you get a point. If you guess two and you get them both right, you get three points. And if you guess all three correctly, you get five points. So the player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant contestants we need them i've got them i pulled them randomly from uh, members of the tadpole that aren't here to listen live so scott you're going to be playing for uh amos from wasilla alaska oh yeah, i know who i know amos that's cool all the, right amos. He, can, he, he can see russia from his house <laughs> uh brian you're going to be playing for lisa z from buffalo new york oh uh, the other coast all right yeah, other yeah. Coast. one coast to the other uh, all right, she let's get to this. see Russia from her house. No, she can't. If no. she can, there's trouble. Yep. Yeah, exactly. If you, <laughs> that's right. Lock her up. All right, so uh, let's get to first question. Let's. I'm going to give you your category and six possible answers. Let's start with this one. Uh, stars who have hosted Saturday Night Live ten times or more. Oh. So these are people who have hosted ten times or more. And I like Chris the celebrity celebrity style questions the day after the Oscars. Always good. I yes. like it. Well, you'd be surprised. Like I've actually hunted for some stuff related to uh, this last weekend. So mm, all, right. Uh, all right, your your I six bet, choices. I bet Chris are. Rock wishes you would keep his name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna wish everybody would keep his name out of their mouths, but that ain't gonna happen today. So these are ten uh, or right. more, you say? Ten or more. People who have hosted right. ten or more times. Your choices are Buckhead. Henry, Alec Baldwin, Chevy Chase, Christopher Walken, John Goodman, and Justin Timberlake. Three of them have hosted ten times or more. Three of them have not. Oh, my Lord. I feel okay. pretty confident about, oh, I don't know. I'm locked in, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm either. doing that one. I'm doing those two. There's a third one that's tricky to me, but go ahead. You guys have locked in. Let's see. Uh, let's see. You guys uh, both went with Alec Baldwin. I'll tell you, that's correct. He's host. He actually holds the record. He's hosted uh, seventeen times. Oh my gosh, uh, that's a lot. Scott, you also chose Buck Henry and John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Brian, you chose uh, Christopher Walken. Scott wins the first round. Uh, those are the three. A nice Good little job. sweep there. Yeah, yeah Buck Henry has hosted uh, ten times. John what? Goodman hosted 13 times. Christopher Walken, only seven. Timberlake has is... been on a bunch of times, but he doesn't host usually. That was what I was trying to... Right. He's he's hosted five out. times. He's a member of the Five Timers Club, but he hasn't... Uh, um, unless he's hosted one more time since this um, card was written. Do you think they even want Chevy Chase back? They probably are annoyed with him, like everyone is, right? I think right? so, yeah. yeah. He's right. got to be difficult. He's yeah. got to be like... 
I started this show. There's got to be some major diva. Oh, yeah. He's already known for that. But like, I, what was I watching the other? Oh, um, somebody the other day sent me a YouTube video of his promo for his upcoming talk show. Remember that talk show that lasted like a week? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a promo floating out out there of him, you know, trying to get people hyped for it. And it was the weirdest, like, take me back in time moment of... I, it was odd because I'd completely forgotten about it or something. Yeah. What and it lasted it? what? Like not like a week or something. Yeah. 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 I'm, I can't remember who's lasted less time. Magic Johnson's talk show or uh, Chevy Chase's talk show. Really? Any, anybody's shocked that they've made a poor decision uh, bringing Chevy Chase on board on a project. That's on them. Yeah, that is. On them. <laughs> he's, right. he's been right. Chevy you Chase for a very long deep. time. Yeah. You don't have to do too much research to find nah. out. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, let's get to category number two. I just I just flew. I just uh, came back oh. on a trip flying uh, th- through uh, from from Dallas to here. Um, name uh, well, six of these are. <laughs> let's try this again. <laughs> Airports named for someone who died in a plane crash. So of Uh-oh. these six answers, three of these are named for people who died in a plane crash. Three what a not. what a weird. I wonder if they're all before or after. It happened. I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, right. Like they were named before the plane crash. Oh, that's interesting. Was that part of the deal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I would need to know. That's important to know. Did they, did it name them after this because of their death? In a plane crash, or was it just and so it happened? Like, I don't know that. Just yeah, I don't know answers. the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, so your choices are O'Hare International in Chicago, Pearson International in Toronto, Newt Rockney in South Bend, Saint Expiry in uh, Lyon in France, Aquino International in Manila, and Will Rogers Airport in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. I don't freaking know. It did his did his horse also die? <laughs> right yes there should be a big bopper he never met an airport he didn't like didn't like yeah. we need we need a we need big bopper international that's what we need um, all right brian is locked in scott I'm is really, still I'm, deciding. I'm just gonna lock in i don't know okay all right i did one uh this is interesting neither no, you guys none of you neither of you have chosen the same one uh o'hare <laughs> Uh, Brian Dunaway chose O'Hare in Chicago. That is named after somebody who died in a plane Uh-oh. crash. Uh-oh. However, all of your other choices, so, Pearson International and New really? Rockney, neither of those are. St. Exupery in uh, Lyon uh, is uh, is named after a person who died in a plane crash. And Will Rogers. Uh, I did not know he died in a plane City. crash. Interesting. I didn't either. Yeah. I, almost, I almost chose Will Rogers, and then I chose Newt Rockney, and I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't choose the right. Yeah. One. Well, it doesn't matter. Sorry. I failed. Yeah. New Rockney oh, uh, boxer, but I don't know how he how he actually died. Wasn't he a boxer? Uh, yeah. What was Newt Rockney? I don't know. He was a character on the Flintstones, wasn't he? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody who had the name Rockney? Oh, football. They say in the chat. Okay. Okay. Football player. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Yes. Well, you shouldn't play football on a plane. That's on him. Yeah. Oh, he didn't die. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Oh, he didn't die. He's he's still no, he's not still alive. He just died some he other can. way. He All has right. to have, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> uh football player. Yeah. I got I got corrected by uh, five five or six people there for that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we just had an awards show. Uh so how about this one? Awards that are no longer given out. So these are these okay. are uh awards. Okay. Uh, three of these are not given out anymore. Uh, the Edgars, given out for mystery writing. 
the Genies for Canadian movies, the Cleos given out for advertising, uh, the Obies for off-Broadway theater, the Patsies for animal performers, and the Vibe Awards given out for R&B and rap. Oh, my Lord. I know. We have both Genie and Cleo in here. What yeah, a great, that's uh, weird. Weird. What a great... Yeah. So there are three, though? Like there normal? are three. Three of these are no longer given out. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> So this is just like the other 20 times we've played this. There's just the three. Just the three. <laughs> is is that, it just uh, the three? Did you, still, did you change it up still? for this question by chance? Are there just three? All right. I, three. I'm locked. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. Both of you said the patsies, which are given away to animal performers. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Really? Um, Brian, you also you chose can... the genies. That one is correct as well. And Damn. Scott, you chose the Vibe Awards, which is also correct. Oh, which means job. Scott gets three points for having two Scott of them right. The Obies, however, today. the Obies are still given away for off-Broadway theater. Um, they're uh, due to be handed out, I think, in April, the Obies. Okay. The okay. Cleos I'd heard of, um, I, do, I wasn't yeah. sure they were still around, but it feels like those were a recent thing I'd heard of. So They are right. still, yep, yeah. and I think I think award season for those is also right now as well. Like the, uh, I, did a, I did some research just to make sure that, again, the question hadn't changed, and the nomination period for the Cleos is still going, so... Okay. Who gives awards to animals? <laughs> would, right? Yes. I mean, there's so much blowback on that. I'd be like, let's just pretend like we're not using animals in any right. entertainment. Trigger, I'm pretty sure you that's did what such happened. a great job of performing this year that Trigger gets an award for best horse. I'm pretty sure that if you win the award, there's going to be some complaining yeah. that we worked it too hard. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're right, yeah. though. I'm pretty sure that's what was the demise of them is that just you know we're 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 parading these animals and making them do things that aren't exactly good for the animals maybe so right, why right. why celebrate that i don't know i could be wrong but yeah yeah <laughs> i'm curious if the vibe awards had a like a little battery compartment and a switch that uh, you could turn on <laughs> no Brian, like the new accept this award? it's all <laughs> it's all app operated now so just, <laughs> right good you just push yes, a little app button perfect well congratulations scott you're our winner and that means that uh amos from wasilla is getting our prizes uh he's going to be getting a copy of paradise lost and cobra kai the karate kid saga oh. continues mm-hmm. um didn't realize there was a cobra kai video game and if it's not either. like a uh, karate champ then what are we doing yeah oh. what's even uh, the point but Lisa Z from Buffalo, New York, you're going to be getting a copy of Gemcraft, Frostborn Wrath. Oh. I do not know what Gemcraft is, uh, but I'm sure it's good. Those other two, Paradise Lost especially, is a very good game. I just want uh, Amos to remember this because he also works with Tom on uh, DTNS. And when I'm there Wednesday, oh, maybe he cool. can, you know, he can. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't give me anything. He's fine. He doesn't have to do anything. You're totally fine. Uh, but he makes <laughs> he takes amazing photographs, by the way, chat room. If you've oh, never really? seen Amos' oh, cool. photos, yeah, he takes he goes out with his drone. And does like these insane Alaskan oh, stuff. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that. I've seen his work. Yeah, yes. it's very, very good. Uh, quite the photographer guy, uh, podcaster too. And he's also he did the. They were in charge of the the charity thing you and I did last year for. Um, yeah. For no, what's the name of the show? I give him a. I give him a pimp if I can remember the damn show. It's called the Don't Take Any Guff Pot. Nope, it's the shit. I don't know what it is. I forgot the name. It's good, though. He's a good guy. <laughs> Sorry, Amos. It's I'll do it tomorrow. It's so um, good. You don't uh, want to miss it. 
he's not in the chat, so I can't I can't clear this up. Anyway, uh, so there you have it. Uh, congratulations to our winners. Uh, you're both winners in my book. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And especially to Brian Dunaway, who tomorrow will be forced to sit down with me and talk about DuckTales. Why? Woo! Because that's the video game, and moreover, the history of like. Uh, of Capcom, Capcom and their work with Disney, yeah, because it's an interesting yeah. path that hmm. all took. And it is, and and a lot and of it, people see that as like the moment of oh, okay, the, they're going to have a long, fruitful relationship until they don't, uh, which also, also has an interesting twist to it. So anyway, we're going to cover that. There are a lot of people who really, really like the NES Ducktales game. Does it hold up? And then there's people like me. And then there's people like you. <laughs> I kid. I love it. Yeah. So that's tomorrow on uh, another episode of Play Retro. Get that wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Dunaway, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about or say? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll be playing uh, DuckTales tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Twitch channel. I'm Brian Dunaway. I just uh, went to get a drink and spilled halfway down my front. So I'm just... <laughs> What is your problem today with spilling drinks? I don't Pretty know. Sure you almost spilled a tea? What I is- almost spilled this tea on my keyboard, which would have been a total nightmare delay of show problem. I would have to go get another keyboard. <laughs> uh, so that didn't happen. But then this one, I actually aimed the bottle at my face and went to the side, <laughs> and it poured down my front. It's good stuff. Aww. Bye, Brian. Aww. All right, he's out of here. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, our good pal Steven Schleicher will swing on by. I'm going to have a little chat with him. And uh, he may have an opinion on the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. I don't know. He's not much of an award show guy. but uh, I know he'll have an opinion on the the modding the Marvel pinball game. Oh, he definitely will have that. I guarantee that. Um, And also, if you're like me, when you see Timothy Chalamet... All, uh-huh. all I see is the kid that once did uh, Xbox 360 mods in 2008 on YouTube. Did he really? Because that's what he used to do. And I still, wow. it's very hard for me to separate those two images. So I just see this like young, you know, early high school dork. Yeah. And yet he's, you know, a tra- he's young Atreides is going to save the world and Arrakis itself from the evil <laughs> the evil empires, you know? Right. He's going to go uh, F a peach. He's going to uh, go call me by your name. <laughs> yep. Or an apricot. Gonna... Sorry, apricot. Apricot. Yeah, we got to get Call our... me by your name tourists out there that are just about to type an email to yeah, me. Save yeah, save your ones and zeros for another time, everybody. That's right. All right, Brian, let's take a break. When we come back, all that, let's do a song. What do you got over there? Yeah, uh, this one uh, goes out to Dennis, who emailed me and emailed the artist to get permission. Um, Super cool. This is a performer who goes by the name Autumn Sky Hall. Uh, She's a a non-binary. She's also a non-berry and queer folk artist from California. She began her writing, eventually touring at 15, and then uh, a few years ago, 2005, released her EP called Diminutive Petite and uh, All Witches and Singing, an album just right out of high school. Absolutely amazing. Um, this is her favorite song that she's written today. It's uh, to date. It's called My Anxious Brain and My Broken Heart. Uh, she and the band are currently practicing up for uh, recording sessions around town to keep the creativity alive, working on the next musical chapter in her life. Here is Autumn Sky Hall with My Anxious Brain and My Broken Heart. My anxious brain and my broken heart called to me the covered door. Took its place to commit. 
Clerk John Ariola's employees are supposed to sell license plates and handle other business for Metro government. But when News Channel 5 investigates made a surprise visit here behind the blue curtain inside the employee break room, this is what we found Metro employees playing slot machines. So is this real money? No, 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 no. 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 You need to eat the burger. Don't you want to eat the burger? This is the morning stream, and we're gonna need a bigger boat. Oh, sorry, my mute, my mic seat. <laughs> this is the problem. Is that mixer, that's mixer uh, stuff right there. Anyway, yes, it's my damn mixer again. <laughs> I first because I, I usually, if I'm muted, I can tell that I'm muted, right? But now, uh, right, it's all right. stupid. I hate it. Anyway, uh, hey, sorry about that. Hey, Brian, who is that again? Yes, that is uh, Autumn Skyhall, who uh, pronouns she, her, they, them. 
uh, with the brand new song, My Anxious Brain and My Broken Heart. Uh, check her out online. Okay. Now, real quick uh, clarification. Speaking of Claire and clarification, Claire. Hey, Claire. When I said that if you dated Timothy Chalamet, that you would crush him, I meant nothing other than that he's made of kindling. You're fine. <laughs> All the girlfriends are fine. It's him. It's he He will break because it doesn't matter who you are. He's a little tiny, Take spindly boy. Take my Irish lass's name out of your mouth, <laughs> Scott Johnson. <laughs> I love that the only way that we knew what any of, of of what was said is because the Japanese and the Australians don't right, censor. Right, exactly, because yeah. of other markets where they didn't... Uh, yeah, didn't they don't censor it. over there. They don't care. Yeah. They're like, yeah. whatever, you Americans are going to say what you're going to say. Bring it up. Yeah. <sighs> all right. What are we doing now? Oh, uh, Stephen, that's what's up. Now I'm all screwed up for this. <laughs> okay, here we go. I found it. All right, here we go. Major spoilers. He's on his way. He's sitting there waiting cool. patiently. Cool, cool. He yes. has things to say. Oh, they didn't censor it in uh, Ireland either, Claire says. Oh, no, Ireland? Or Ireland didn't? Well, of course not. They shouldn't. The, the they were Irish all excited are... about uh, Belfast being nominated for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, Belfast. You guys got to be in for that. You got your uh, you got your Dairy, Girl, or Dairy Girls uh, Season 3 trailers out now. <laughs> That's right. Pretty cool. I'm so excited for that. By the way, I did not realize Belfast was semi-autobiographical. I always thought that Kenneth Branagh was from... Uh, from uh, London, like, or from, you know, from... I did, t- before this, I absolutely did as well. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that, was, that was, he was that little kid growing up in semi-autobiographical, his some, dad going off to London to work, and... Somebody said yesterday, it made me laugh, they said, um, he, it's some kind, it must be some sort of slight that he got nominated for a screenplay that has nothing to do with Shakespeare after a career of right. doing nothing but <laughs> right. Shakespeare. And losing, you know, and then losing to King Richard. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Beating King Richard in that category, but yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. Uh, oh. Kenneth Brenog. 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 You put the. I think you don't pronounce the uh, the gh. Kenneth Brenna, right? Brenna. 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 Well, let's last. Let's ask this guy. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> hey, Stephen Schleicher. Thanks for holding. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott. Hi, Brian. Hi. <laughs> oh, nice hello. to have you here. <laughs> Uh, how would you pronounce his name? It's Brana, right? Brana, Brana, yeah. Brana. Okay. What did, did I? What did I say? Did I say something different? When I thought I, you I said it right. Brana or something. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. Maybe I, maybe I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Maybe I thought you said it the right way, and then and oh. then Claire was fixing us. So who knows? Oh, did I put an R? Did I say an R? Kind of Branar? Brana. No, I so did not. <laughs> really? Oh God. Maybe as you know, did a little uh, New York thing there. Yeah. Branar. Yeah. Know. Why not? Or even the British, they put a lot of R's on things that don't belong there. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of a guy who puts R's where they don't belong, it's Stephen Schleicher. Just kidding, you have an R in your name, and it's fine. Oh, hi, Scott. It belongs in there. there. Stephen Schleicher. Schleicher. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you back. I uh, wondered, I mean, you're not, you're, I think you're like me, you're not really an award show watcher. I don't, I don't watch award shows yeah. anymore. What'd you think about all that last night? It was pretty nutty. I was about to go to bed and then Twitter exploded. I was like, okay, let me see what was up. <laughs> no, you cracked uh, me up, sir, because when I when the punch happened, the first tweet yeah. I saw was your gif of the guy going, time for go to bed or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, thought see, that's what I thought this is the greatest use you've ever made of that gif. It was incredible. No, I was literally getting ready to go to bed when that happened. So. Yeah, that timing was impeccable, sir. But then, but then you you know you had a few things to say, and I agree with you. What your your whole take? Like yeah, the joke was bad. It was it was assault. Number one, it was assault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Chris Rock could press uh, charges if he desires. I don't think he will. And Probably there not. will nothing happen of this yeah. beyond a lot of people clucking their tongues and wagging their right. fingers. Now, right. uh, the other thing that a, people, uh, a lot of people have jumped on me about was a comedian should stop punching down. And some people are like, oh, no, he was just roasting uh, a celebrity. That's uh, totally different. It's like, no. Uh, the thing is, it, it's it moves beyond uh, humor when you're actually making fun of somebody who has uh, an illness or a disability. It's like yeah. me coming on and, and making jokes about Brian's wife. That would be totally yeah, it would be completely right? inappropriate. And and so I totally agree with this standpoint. By the way, I still think there's some question about whether he knew it or not. And I'm not well. And this so isn't me trying to back him. I just don't know situation. If he knew. Yeah, because the other thing is. There's a good chance Chris Rock didn't even write that joke. Uh, the Oscars have writers, and there are people backstage during the live show that are just like, here's a one-off that he can use. Feed it out to him. I put it up on the teleprompter, and he's just reading what's off yeah, the teleprompter. Yeah, true. These are, yeah. these so, are, you know, these are the things. It may not necessarily be his fault. Yeah, and this is the reason I bring all probably, this up. It's always complicated yeah. in ways that we don't even yeah. know about. And so yeah. I think it's important to at least look at it from that perspective or to have as critical thinking as possible. I'm not saying Chris Rock should or shouldn't do whatever Chris Rock does, but who knows, you know, and because we don't know, it's easy to make, you know, jump to conclusions. It's also fun to watch it. Half the people think it's fake. Half the people think it's real. And then have those two people try to get along. As <laughs> At first, I first I thought that maybe it was that as well. Yeah. Uh, until you watch who was sitting behind um, Will Smith, uh, Lapita. Um, oh, yes. Neon you just Will looked Smith. at her face and at first she's kind of smiling and laughing. And then he's like, you know, uh, take my wife's um, name out of your effing mouth. And you just see her just like, oh, no, this ain't a joke. And you just see yeah, her going, okay, exactly. this is this is dead serious. Yeah. Things go, yeah. went full Jerry Springer for a bit there for yeah. a hot minute. Yeah, um, yeah. Who was it? Um, Lucille Ball. Uh, the, uh, I can't think Nicole of her Kidman? Name. Nicole Kidman. Her reaction was totally like she was at a, a show. Like she was just like, yeah. oh. I think a lot of people no, at first were like, like it was out. totally <laughs> a thing. Yeah. So it's real, it's real yeah. dumb. That's uh, all anyone's going to talk about, even next of year. Course. This will all roll around again, and people are going to be like, "Oh, wonder what will happen this year," and then and we're all going to be sick right. of it. Uh, but hey, what do you? This is what you get when you live in a world of uh, people who get pissed at each other. Uh, yeah. So forget about all that. Did any of your movies that you wanted to win win, or did you have any? I, I, I really wasn't even paying attention to any of them. I saw several of the race. <laughs> no, I didn't. I really didn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, what's the one that I just watched? That was up. Uh, I can't even remember. It was the mo- one of the movies was up the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's a really good one." I think Brian recommended it. Um, Dakota. But, yeah. No. No. I wish I would have watched that one. That one when it first debuted on Apple Plus, I was like, "I think I want to watch this." And then a bunch of other still, things. You can still yes. watch it. It's still there. Yes. Yeah. It is still there. <laughs> that's I kind of wish I had watched it before the Oscars, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh, we, we got time, Stephen. You and I, we can commiserate and watch. I mean, it. I've seen Dune, so I mean, there you go. There's there's that. Yeah, and Dune's awesome. And Dune, I love when a genre film wins a bunch of shit. That's what I care about the most yes. in this world. So good job, for sure. Genre yeah. film. Uh, all right, so let's uh, dive into a couple of weird things. Uh, I guess there's a supernatural prequel coming, and by supernatural, I mean the WB show with uh, the, the, the two CW brothers. Show, yeah. Or CW, sorry. Did I say WB? What what year is it? Is there a WB? I mean, who knows after this merger is finally complete? Yeah. What's Um, my age again? Anyway. I hear they're trying to sell that off or split it off or whatever. Oh, they are? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You don't. Uh, Is it not profitable to them or something? They don't want it? 
I would have to go back and look at some numbers, but The Flash was one of their highest rated shows, one of their most popular shows, yeah. and their budget per episode was like $3 million, and I think they were making somewhere around $5 million per episode in, in ad sales. Yeah. So it, it was profitable. I'm not. I'm sure it's it's not a, an issue about profitability. I, I'll have to go back and I'll send you guys some stuff that I saw about them spinning it off, especially in the um, uh, with the announcement last week that they've already pre-approved uh, like six shows for uh, new seasons next year, mm. and that was and that was like oh this seems fi- highly um, uh, surprising that CW did this considering that they are potentially going to be sold off to some other group in the next six months. So. And this whole thing is going to be like uh, Negan and whoever he was married to. Uh, the, it's their story, right? The, the dad and the mom before. The yeah. Movie. So in the supernatural, the show that ran 14 seasons, they're, they're doing the prequel called the Winchesters with uh, Meg Donnelly and Drake Roger. Uh, and this is how did they first meet up uh, before, you know, they had kids and she died and the father went missing and all that stuff. So, right. So they're going to, we're going to have uh this will be set in a different time, I assume. Probably, right? It most definitely will because uh, the father, the um, uh, Drake uh, Roger, he has just come back from Vietnam in the story. Oh, interesting. I, you know what? I, I like Supernatural. What I saw, I saw maybe two, three seasons of it, and it's a good time for for a CW show. It's a good time. Uh, it's less about pretty people and more about kind of X Filesy sort of week to week stuff. And I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Obviously it was a huge hit and lasted forever, like a million seasons of that show. What was yeah, it? fourteen seasons. Yeah. yeah. It went on forever. It was a really long one. Yeah. Um so I I have to admit I have a little interest in this. A little bit. This much. I have never seen a single episode of Supernatural. I'm waiting for us to do one, like a watch along episode for uh, <laughs> for film set. Well, we're bound to find something in there, I'll bet. I'm sure we are, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. something. I've watched, I think I watched three or four episodes of the first season, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get the. I get the uh, you get the, the setup the gist of what it is. Yeah, yeah right. It is right. a little rinse. It it's a little places, rinse so. repeat for sure. They they kind of do the same stuff over and over, but yeah, 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 yeah. And I agree that Jensen Eccles guy, good looking man, no question. He's on the boys now, so uh, let's see how that goes. Oh, okay. And I know the other guy was uh, from Lost. It was uh, uh, he was on Shannon's Lost. brother. Uh, no, different guy. Um, different guy. You're thinking of the guy from not Pretty Little Liars, the vampire show that CW had. Um, I, I know why you're mixing them up because they look oh, identical. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the one, uh, the other oh, one. Really? Oh, he was on. Uh, he was on the Gilmore Girls for a long time. He was Dean. Um, okay. Shit. Someone in the chat remember his name? I know. You all know. Shows I haven't watched for 400 hours. <laughs> I can't Who's, remember his name. Uh, Boone. Boone is the actor. Let's see. Uh, Ian Summerholder. No, that is definitely not him on Supernatural. Jared gotcha. Ak- okay. Jared, Jared Spekalecki. Wait. Oh, Jared Pilecki. Or, not Pilecki. Spaka- Spakahoochie. Padalecki. That's Padalecki, Sam Winchester. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So it's him and Jensen Eccles were the brothers. Yeah, and, uh, Vampire Diaries is totally what I was thinking of, apparently. Okay, all right, yeah. well. Yeah, they look the same, Brian. You, they, I know, isn't it pretty people uh, with supernatural stuff going yeah. on that they're They're, they're identical doing? sexy boys is what those two guys are. <laughs> well, anyway, that's coming. We don't know much else, right? We just know that premise. No, that, that's, that's all we know is the all premise. Right. All right, now the one I'm really interested in, live action Voltron. Tell me more. Oh, man, if you can't get enough of your giant robots kaiju monster action, uh, it looks like DreamWorks is going to be bringing uh, the uh, Voltron series to a live action series to a Netflix uh, subscription near you. Oh, there's one right here then right by me. My TV plays the Netflix subscription. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
Do we know anything about cast or anything? All we know is that it just started uh, pre-production in the writing stage. And so we'll see uh, how far it moves. Oftentimes you can even get the uh, entire series written or several scripts written before, and they can still say, no, we're not going to do this and, and pass on it. But the animated uh, Voltron series was very popular on Netflix. So it would not surprise me that they go ahead and give a green light to the, uh, the live action First thing my daughter says in the chat is Murray better be in it. Uh, she's referring to Reese Dave. What's his name? Reese. Um, shit. The the what we do in the shadows werewolf uh, Murray from oh, uh, Reese Dar- oh, Darby? Darby. Yeah, because uh, he's he's in, he's in the animation. I doubt. I, yeah, I doubt he's. Yes. I doubt he's. Yeah. But oh, I, I can't wait him. to start watching that. I hear so many good things about it. I will be interested in your your take on that, Brian, because oh, really? I. You know, I see what they're doing, and it's yeah. it's interesting. But I got like three episodes in, and I was like, I think I'm checking out. Really? Oh, okay, interesting. This and that's even before me. Taika Waititi shows up in it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so he's not even really in the first three episodes. No, Waititi's uh, Black Blackbeard or yeah, whatever Blackbeard. He's he plays yeah. Blackbeard. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he okay. he's producer on this showrunner, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the deal. If yeah. you want to see a really good. If you want to see a really good Taika Waititi produced show, uh, it just won a bunch of Golden Globes, or at least one Golden Globe. It's the uh, series about the it's Reservation Dogs. Oh yes, yes. that yeah. show is excellent. So I still good. haven't yes. seen it. I need to watch that one. That's on Hulu, oh. right? I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll finally check that it out. It's excellent. Yeah, it's got that guy in it I love from Fargo season two. I can't think of his name though. Uh, he's also in that uh, Doctor Sleep. He was um, Crow. Oh, uh, the the guy with the mustache, right? The, yeah, uh, uh, indigenous yes. person guy. Um, he played Hansi in Fargo. I can't think of his name. He's amazing, though. I love that guy. I could watch really him do good. anything. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. So, big giant robots, lots of CG, I assume. Uh, I would hope so. Hopefully, or that, or actually, what would be better <laughs> is if they if they did it and it was just you know somebody in a cardboard suit fighting a rubber <laughs> monster against the uh, whole you know, yeah. foam core city laid out before them. That yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought Voltron was the single coolest thing that could ever happen ever to anything. And now I see it for what it was, which is a little bit silly. But the Netflix recent Netflix animated stuff is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, there's no reason why they can't do it justice. So let's see, let's see how you guys do. Uh, Steven, anything else going on in major spoilers we could tell the people about? They can follow. Uh, let's see. There was something I was going to mention. Uh, oh, last week on uh, Finally Friday, which you can catch over on our um, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Uh, we did a whole token uh, Tolkien reading day where we sat down and actually read a quick little short paragraph from the Cimmerillion. And mm-hmm. we talked about how that will play out in the upcoming uh, Rings of Power series over on Amazon. And it filled up the whole half hour, and people were really into it because Ashley has a really deep uh, d- uh, knowledge of all things uh, hobbitses. And uh, people should go check that out. It was a lot of fun. I guess I uh, never knew the answer to this, but this Rings of Power show, is it primarily based on things from that tome? No, because apparently Warner Brothers is still arguing that they have all the rights to it. So it's like it's like um, footnotes and other notes that were not in that book is oh, what supposedly the Rings of Power is based on. So Interesting. Okay. I'm actually kind of more excited about that because I don't really want a retread of anything. I wouldn't mind... Well, it, it takes place during the Second Age, so the only thing that you're going to see is uh, the rings have already been forged, supposedly, at this time. Yeah. And so you'll see 
how Sauron is corrupting the the kings of man, how people are rising up to fight him. It should be very much Game of Thronesy in that aspect. I'm pretty excited because the, look, the rings that went to the elves, fine, whatever. The rings that go to the dwarf kings, it's fine. The ones that went to the humans, those guys are effed. Effed. Yeah, that's the, that's and that's what I said. That's the stuff that I want to see. I want to see these these kings of men get corrupted by the ring and how Sauron is manipulating them behind the scenes and everything. I just yeah. think that's going to be. I'm awesome, legit excited. I'm actually really. They've thrown so much money at this production. It's either going to be a glorious thing or a terrible nightmare. That's and I believe the, it's been renewed for a season two even before the first one airs. So. That's usually a good sign. Because yeah. if the money people are well, confident, I, the money people are rarely confident. So that's that's good. Uh, well, all right, then. This has been, uh, as always, enlightening, fun, and good to be hanging out with you. And uh, people, make sure you go to Majorspoilers.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Majorspoilers. You'll know when he goes to bed because he puts up this gif every day. It's fantastic. <laughs> Time so, for go to bed. Yeah, it's as good as your uh, your stay hydrated thing. Oh, I already stole it from you. Say it yeah. real, real quick. Oh, thank you. Oh. Thanks, God. Stay hydrated. Oh, okay, everyone. bye. <laughs> I blew his famous line Aww. before it was time. Um, okay, what are we doing now? You know what I got here? I got me. Uh, I got me a mashup here. Ooh, um, cool. Technically, it's a bonus mashup, which means it's kind of pulled from lots of different times. It's a SBSA, which is which says TMS sing along. But I thought, yeah, okay. What does the SBSA stand for then? I mean, look, oh, sing. Quick. Okay, as Scott Bryan sing along. Oh, okay. okay. Right? I was like, yeah, it makes sense now that I see it. It's like, what is the SB? But yeah, that has us. to be us. Uh, yeah, it's us. Yeah. It must be. All right. Well, here it is. We're going to play it now. Thanks, Jamie, for this and enjoy. Every day it was like clap, clap, clap. And if it has it go, and a deal with the cups in this thing. That's how it went. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Scott. Wow. <laughs> Left ear good. Left ear is right bad. Right ear bad. I hope you don't touch my boner, Twister. Whoa. Hey, Jude. <laughs> I'm leaving I now. love Sean Moore. <laughs> Gonna treat him like he's related. Taco Bell told me that there was a shortage. <laughs> I'm proud to be America. Yeah. My wiener's free. I gladly thank the man who died who gave that right to me. me. I'm glad and I'll gladly stand up. No, no, sit down. We can see your penis. You defend her still today. I love this land and there's something else. Yeah, you'll love this. My name then. is Bill, and I'm here to say that I like to use karate in a normal way. I don't use it to fight. I don't use it to beat, but what <laughs> to protects beat. my body when I'm walking down the street. Hip, 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 hip. Hello, it's me. Hello, it's me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I got <all. laughs> That's not how that song goes. No, I got all three hellos going. Uh, Roni Boney's dance became popular after footage of the choreography done. Zubba Zubba. Let's see. Roni Boney. I love this Roni Boney. <laughs> this article makes it. Here he comes now, say Roni Boney. Here's to good times. Tonight is kind of special. The oh beer gosh. will pour. Must say something more somehow. Wow. Panic on the streets of Lavoo. <laughs> 
Catch the monkey, catch the monkey, catch the monkey. Yeah. Someone left the scorpion out in the rain. <laughs> and it's on the shirt I purchased. And that shirt's not coming in my house. Wow. We got a whole song. And I'll never buy from that <laughs> internet company again. See? See, there's oh, more. Oh, no. Oh, no. Addicts are using the diarrhea drug Imodium to get high. Really? Yep. <laughs> I went to go fix my diarrhea, and then I got high. Is that how song goes? Uh, I was going to get the squirts, but then I got high. Ooh, I was going to mess up my shirt, and then I got high. Don't <laughs> stop breastfeeding your tabby. Don't stop. We'll be landing soon. Oh, man. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that song is perfect, but it is. It's- <laughs> Another fine selection from everyone's favorite uh, mashup yes. master, Jamie. Boy, good thing I don't ever take a musical joke too far, yeah. folks. Yeah, never, never, never. Look, never if you want to get far. a good song, well, whatever, man. Your life is so musically inclined, you just can't yes. help it. I understand it. I hear lyrics for everything, man. Yeah, that's normal. I think I for you. Uh, there you go. Uh, thanks, Jamie, once again. Follow him on Twitter, TMS Mashups. He's a good guy. Puts up a lot of cool stuff every day. And uh, it's always nice to talk to that guy. Uh, I think that's it for the show. I think. Yeah, we're done. You think? All right. Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Uh, a reminder, it's a good time to be reminded because the month's about to end this week. It's uh, very, uh, very, very last vestiges of March are upon us. And uh, that means a couple of things. One, go to our patreon.com slash TMS. That's patreon.com slash TMS. And belly up to the bar now if you haven't before. Huge thanks to everyone who has. And then your other reminder is the Vegas thing is coming. So you've got to get out there and get your tickets and get your swag and be ready if you're coming. And if you're not and you still want swag, that'd be great too because every little bit will help us make sure we're good on all our venue stuff. So head on over there to vivatmsvegas.com. And uh, check out all the information, including links to those tickets, said tickets. Okay? All right. Yeah. Get in there. Got to find out. I got to follow up today and figure out how many we've got so far so we can start getting all that Okay, done. cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll check and see how many rooms, uh, hotel rooms, because I know we need to give some estimates to venues for the concert, live TMS, that I'm still... Listen, my stress level of waiting for information to come from... Sin City is like at an all-time high. Like we're a month out. Yeah, Can you guys slow. give me some information? Can you? Yeah, yeah. And it's slow. not James and Svet's fault. It's mm. these venues that are like, oh yeah. Well, I guess we could uh, maybe take a look and see what the calendar looks like. And yeah, but but uh, James is easy. If I came to, in fact, let's just let's just role play this for a second. Yeah, yeah I yeah. come to James and I say, James, will you perform for us on one of those nights? And then James would say. Oh, oh yeah, you know, it's all good. I could probably do that. Whatever. It's totally fine, you know. <laughs> Any excuse I can get to hear that. Oh, I, love I, love, I love doing that voice because so few people, and sadly, so few people. Uh, right. So there's know, another reason yeah. y'all need to come and meet us there and then see yes. Jane perform. And then you'll be like, that impression is dead on. You'll hear it finally yes. for yourselves. Correct. Oh, my gosh. I almost dropped my phone. I'm spilling drinks, dropping my phone. Oh, I'm all thumbs today. All right. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else you might be looking for. Contact us there. Twitter stuff there. All of it's there. Go check it out. You can request songs there. All of it. Okay? So quit sitting on your thumb. More thumbs. And go do it. 
All right. Uh, let's get uh, to the song. We're going to play a song. Do you have a song? Yeah. Yeah. This one's going out to James W., who says, Dear Scott and Brian, this is a request for my 48th birthday, something that wasn't exactly certain late last year. Early December, I woke up with what I thought was heartburn. Turns out I was actually having a heart attack. Oh, my God. After spending a week in the hospital, I left with with a few stents in in, uh, some now unblocked arteries and instructions on diet changes and more exercise. While I was in hospital and during my recovery, you guys continued to provide a distraction and certainly to me in an uncertain time, something you've done for the past seven or so years. I'd like to thank my wife and family, the staff at Queen Alexandra Hospital in Portsmouth, and all the Tadpool Frog Pants family for helping me get through this. Man. Uh, I will hand it over to Brian to choose a heart cover. Ha! Cheers, James. Nice. I see he's got a sense of humor about it. I respect that. Well, good. James, we are so glad you're still with us, and uh, and we will continue to make you laugh for years to come. So keep keep taking care of yourself, and we'll do the rest. Yeah, there you go. How that works? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Ann Wilson, no stranger to doing amazing covers. Uh, since she went solo, she's been putting out some really cool EPs and and singles and albums with a lot of really good covers on them. And uh, her brand new album, which is called Fierce Bliss, which I think comes out in April, already has a couple pre-release tracks on it, which I have permission to play. One of them is this amazing cover that came out of left field that I didn't even know existed until it came out of the Eurythmics Missionary Man. Here is Ann Wilson. I was born in a regional center. I was born from a regional sin. If I had a dollar things I'd done, there'd be a mountain of money piled up to my chin. My mama told me good, my mama told me strong, she said be true to yourself and you can't go wrong, but there's just one you gotta understand You can fool with your brother But don't mess with the missionary man 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 Ooh. Well, the missionary man He's got God on his side He's got saints and apostles Backing up from behind
things I've done It'd be a mountain of money show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.